We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics. Like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survive he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus Hey everybody, we're uh, in studio today with a special guest. We decided to to uh, throw some fun stuff in here and have someone on that we really love. So Ant, why don't you introduce your homeboy? Uh, so my homeboy is former <laughs> Mets and Red Sox manager, NBA, MLB player, and the athletic coordinator at Sacred Heart University, uh, Bobby Valentine. Welcome to Hi, the Bobby. podcast, Bobby. How are you? Wow, great to be with the Scaramucci's. I'm always good, <laughs> and uh, I'm better now. So are yeah. you wearing your Groucho Marx mustache and glasses, <laughs> or no? That, you know, that is for special occasions, and I should have broken it out, but I kind of overused it on Halloween. Oh, all right. Well, being that we can't uh, see Bobby, it, how much mileage did you get out of that whole thing, though? That was a, that was an awesome thing, right? It's 20 well, years later, everyone still talks about it, right? It's the only way that I've connected generationally. Yeah, <laughs> you know, young kids today have no idea that I ever even had a costume on until, you know, a mech costume on, that is, until they see, uh, see it on the Internet. Are so, you serious? Oh, seriously, yeah. A, a 20-year-old who's at my university will come in and, and see that I'm the AD and uh, say, hey, yeah, you're the guy who wore the mustache in the dugout. I said, yeah, that's me. Okay, let's go on to the next the next case. Oh, my God. There's something wrong with these new kids, like this new generation. I was talking to someone the other day, and she didn't know who Billy Joel was. Think about it. Should we be second. alarmed? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, definitely God alarming. Did you ever mention the Beatles? They they'll start swatting things off of their arms. I know and they call the exterminator. Right? Yeah. V, v, let me. Yes. V, let so, me ask you something. Yes. Anything. <laughs> that, could anything? Get that could get anything. Scary. I don't want to go that crazy. But let me going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something very. I'm going to ask you very. I'm going to ask you something very surgical and very specific. Okay, and it's mm. sort of. Ties back to the Mooch documentary. Mm, yeah. Why did you agree to do the Zen of Bobby V, which was shown on ESPN several years ago and produced by these guys who produced the Mooch documentary? Why did you agree to that? For the exact same reason you did, because 
Andrew Muscato is a spectacular person. He's very convincing. He's very persuasive. And luckily for both of us, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, he's uh, very, very good at He's very talented. You know? Yeah. Well, I thought the classic about the documentary that we sat and, and watched together uh, down in Tribeca is when I came over to you, Deidre, after uh, it was all over, and you had this look on your face, and I said, so what do you think? Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, that was really tough to watch, <laughs> yes. but it is the essence of Anthony. That's exactly I what said, I said. Bingo. Yep. The funny part of it is his mom was behind me, and the whole time she was like, seemed shocked and appalled that he was cursing, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, she did goes, she just meet him or what? I mean, she gave like, birth to him 54 she years she ago. She says to me, where did you learn all that cursing? I said, from you, Ma. How about from you? Right. All right. So I do a little bit of cursing. What is the big deal? I couldn't figure that out. But, but Bobby, you, you, you. Why? Cursing is a strange phenomenon. Uh, how'd you get involved in producing these films? And obviously, for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, I agreed. Uh, Bobby Valentine, uh, Makahura Media. Maybe I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, but- Makahari yeah. Media uh, yeah. is a partnership of Bobby Valentine and a gentleman by the name of Andrew Moscato. Uh, they do 30 on 30s. They did a documentary on Ralph Branca. They did one on Bobby Valentine. Uh, Bobby is a longtime intent- attender of my attendant of my SALT conference, uh, Deirdre and my SALT conference. And the, oh, doc- thanks. the, docu- the in documentary in came to me and said, hey, <laughs> open mic, hot mic, four years in the making. Right, Bob? Yeah, it was four years, uh, as a matter of fact, that, you know, I I was convinced when Andrew and his uh, co-producers, Andrew Jenks, who uh, is of MTV fame, um, came to me when they were seniors in college and just pitched this idea, hey, we want to travel around with you in Japan for a year and do a documentary because we love the story that you're in Japan and uh, uh, we want to tell the world. And I said, sure you do. And before I knew it, they had $800,000 from ESPN. They were traveling the bullet trains with me. They were in my clubhouse in the stands and they they got the essence of Bobby V in Japan. There's no doubt about that. And it was basically the first 30 for 30. It was the first documentary that uh, ESPN uh, did. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was um, an amazing success. And uh, after we did that and they graduated, uh, I hooked up with Andrew Moscato, one of the three bandits, and said, well, what are you going to do now? He says, I want to continue making uh, films and documentaries. And I said, uh, well, why don't we, we do it together? And, you know, he just finished a podcast for um, 30 for 30 podcast for ESPN uh, on Hideo Nomo. Obviously, he did The Mooch, which is a spectacular um a documentary about uh, you and and your life, which when people see it on the screen uh, or on the computer on their phone, just can't believe that you've done everything you've done and you do it the way you do it. And uh, that's, I guess, what docs are supposed to be about. And now everybody knows how much you love coffee and caffeine. Oh my God, right. that was a funny scene. scene. Right? I'm, I'm sitting across from one of my buddies. I'm like, hey, you know, the, I just bought a five gallon keg of cold brew do you want some of it the office the entire office is so jittery so bobby my 19th coffee let me just slurp it here (laughs) 
Oh, there it is. Another. Last yeah. night we saw something <sighs> online. What did the little thing say? Are we allowed to say that on? on yeah, the... you can say it. It's a podcast, right? You're allowed to. I'll say let it. you say because yeah. people are more used to you cursing than me. Iced coffee. I I love you, bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's me, there man. What else can I, what can I say, right? Yeah, there, I wanted we'll to leave the out. F-bomb out because my mother may listen to the podcast. Where did shocked. you learn that language? Right, exactly. Bobby, so how, about, how about that topics. one scene, though, Bobby, where the, where the tabloid or media not. is descending on my mother's house, yeah. and uh, she opens the door. She says, get the F off my lawn. I said, Ma, please. That's what got me in trouble in the first place. Ma, please, tone it down. Go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. No, I just want to ask uh, Bobby about his, his World Series reaction. What do you think about this past World Series, Bob? Well, as far as baseball goes, it was good for baseball. Both coasts uh, got together, uh, good fandoms, terrific yeah, teams. Yeah, two great I teams. Think the best, yeah, I think the best team won, too, uh, even though uh, I think I was pulling for the Dodgers because, uh, you know, Tommy Lasorda is both Anthony and, and my dear friend. He's 91 years old. He still bleeds Dodger blue. And I think, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think, think he wanted the Dodgers to win. I think Even so. though in 1988, he was the last Dodger manager to win a World Series. And maybe he's walking around with that thought that, you know, he'll be put to rest and, and still be the last Dodger manager. I'm not sure what's in his mind. Do you know what's in his mind, Anthony, other than he's going to be... Um, you know, one of your pallbearers. I know that's that's that's, that's that's that's. <laughs> um, I, I I run into I run into Lasorda at the Hunt and Fish Club three or four years ago. I said, Tommy, Jesus, I thought you were dead already. I mean, what the hell are you doing here? He was eating a tomahawk steak. He looks at me and he says, "Let me tell you something, you little sob. I'm going to be a pallbearer at your funeral." So now, every time I see him, he says, "I'm working on your eulogy. I'm going to be a pallbearer. I want to tell your wife I want to be the lead pallbearer." Oh my god! So we had Bobby. We had dinner with him after Game Four. You know, I took the kids to Game Four, yeah, Dodger yeah, Stadium. Yeah. I, yeah. I went out with Warren Lichtenstein and uh, Tommy. Uh, he had a Dodger blue polo shirt yeah. on. And it was stained with red tomato sauce. Is that surprising to you, Bob? <laughs> okay, he's just he's housing yeah. the food. The food's going everywhere. Well, okay. that's not very far off from you. This morning, no. I had to clean. I had to get a, a warm washcloth and clean food off of your suit lapel. I've seen right? him eat. Anthony right. is you, a slob too eating. He just goes he's, down into the I'm thing. I'm clean though. No, I he's take very two clean. showers a day. He's just like I'm very hygienic. He's super clean, super hygienic. He's just very messy eater. Yeah, just I'm a little really bit disorganized. Really his mouth, yes. just like Tommy does. Right. And sometimes are, it falls out because wanna, he's talking exactly, all the time. Exactly, and spitting on you. I want to. I want to thank my wife for picking up my underwear everywhere I drop it. <laughs> just and like socks. My, just and like socks. my. Just like my. Just like my mother did. I left. I picked up where she. Left off. It graduated from Marie Scaramucci you to me. A, you married an Italian mama's boy, honey. I'm sorry. I know. Bobby, did your mother iron your boxer shorts like my mom did? As a matter of fact, I never worn a pair of boxer shorts. I'm okay. a jockey guy. You know? Oh, okay. wow. Did, did she iron, yeah. did she iron your jockeys? Is this for the, she, for the she did not iron They're a little the tight on the package, though, the jockeys, though, no? <laughs> they are, right? Yeah, a little bit, know, right? At, at age 68, I'm actually thinking about getting something that lets them hang a little freer. Yeah, oh, exactly. my God. Exactly. Your boxer see briefs, that? they're a good combo. You see that? Boxer no, I'm briefs. Boxer briefs. Just briefs. remember, like Italy is a uh, peninsula off the coast of Africa for all of you podcast listeners. Okay, don't forget that. 
And is that alluding to something in no, terms of I don't, I don't male know. I'll let, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let our podcast listeners interpret that. Bobby knows what I'm talking about. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, so uh, let's and, talk about some politics because okay, so that's e- what we do best. Okay, so Bobby, I want to go to the protests because I've never heard you talk about it. And maybe we can break some news on the podcast. So what do you think of these anthem protests? Are they a lot like Muhammad Ali's protests of Vietnam? Is it something you agree with, disagree with? What's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I lived through the protests of Vietnam, and, um, you know, the 60s are, uh, you know, kind of repeating themselves here. And um, uh, the good news is that maybe they'll get it right this time because, you know, my generation tried to protest and tried to change things and and thought that, uh, you know, if we were louder, louder, we were better, and if we had more, uh, then we'd score. But, um you know the, the 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 world is changing a little. I, I really dislike the idea that uh, anyone would dis, disrespect our flag or disrespect our military or disrespect our country in any way. But um, you know, I remember um, when the Olympians put up their their right hand at the uh, at the award ceremony, and it got everyone's attention. And I think that's basically uh what what they're trying to do i don't particularly like the forum they're using uh and uh i think it's it's rather ill-advised so you get the fact that there is a need for some level of social justice protest but you have this unconditional love for the country and you're a patriot and so and you see the sacrifices because you, like me, you know, visit troops. You visit troops that have been injured. You visit troops when they're uh, in battle. And so you would prefer they not do it in the venue and in the way that they're doing it. Is that fair to say? I think it's fair. I think it, it, it just needs a better explanation. And if, in fact, it is uh, disparaging at all to those in uniform who have sacrificed so much, then they absolutely are doing the wrong thing. But uh, I have a feeling that some people are just misguided and have a good intention and have a very bad have a very bad way of showing it. See, they don't get the fact that they're disrespecting people who have lost their lives, lost their limbs, lost their sight, all of those things. They're thinking they're standing up for all of the, you know, social injustices and racial injustice, which I totally get all of that stuff. But People have sacrificed so much for the country. I think they need to recognize it's it's more about that, you know, not it's more of a slap in the face to them, to people who've sacrificed their whole life for the country. I think, you know, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, if that's how it's being perceived, then it just cannot be done. Uh, and you know, there were there were idiots back in the sixties that burned the flag. Right. And uh, you know, when you when you think. Uh, of how disrespectful that was, and it got them nowhere. It, it did get them some some TV coverage, but but um, it it did not serve the cause, whatever that cause was. But we also live. This is probably one of the, if not the only country you can live in and play a sport 
one of the best things that you could do on earth, that the most fun thing, and get paid millions of dollars, and then not appreciate the land that you live in. You know, you're not going to go to another country and, and get paid millions of dollars to play baseball or football. You know, that's the other thing I think people forget that this is like the land of the free. And we have a lot of things to be thankful for. Bobby, before we let you go, I want to mention... And the home of the brave, yes. Yes. I want to mention how instrumental you were at Ground Zero. I was there with you, how you used then-Shea Stadium's parking lot as a facility to, to, to deliver all types of stuff, first aid, clothing, blood, whatever was needed during that period of time. And you were unbelievable with the first responders and their families. Uh, and the country for a very short period of time, was unbelievably united. And so the question I think Deirdre and I have for you is, uh, how do we get back there? Is sports a way to get back there? What do, you, what do we do from a policy perspective, a political perspective? I mean, it'll probably cause a canceling that... of the Mooch and the Mrs. podcast if we get if people got <laughs> united. But I'm just asking, how do we do it? No, but part of the problem is that sports have become political. They used to be somewhere people could go to take a break, but now it's involved in, in sports. That's why it's kind of like a downer, you know. Like when you watch NFL football, don't you think of politics? Yeah, it's, it's a little more. It's a little more anchored to politics. So what do you do, Baseball, Bob? How not do you? As much, how but... do we break this fever? Of, oh, I used to like that person, but now they're blue, or I used to like that person, now they're red, and so I'm not going to buy their book, or I'm not going to watch them on TV, blah, blah. Uh, it, it, it's a very difficult situation, and mainly because of this Internet that we're being uh, transmitted on. Uh, you know, the 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 medium that, that people had in the past was TV and the stage was the sporting event. Uh, now everybody has their own stage. Now there's uh, more than just w- one game on Saturday afternoon that's called the game of the week. Now there's multiple games of the week, and and um, I think it, it has to get down to the grassroots. I think it has to be one hand shaking one hand. I think that that you know, track that we lived on the other side of it, it, when we grew up, uh, has got to be revisited by uh, those who moved away from the other side of the track so that we could understand exactly what the um, the other side is feeling. There's There's got to be more empathy. There's got to be more understanding. And uh, I think it, it has to, it has to, uh, from the grassroots. I know attitude filters down from the top, but I think uh, this movement that we need to have to bring this country back together has got to be a, more of a grassroots movement where people are dealing with people. Yeah, I agree. There's too much social media, too much uh, phone stuff. Got to wrap it up and become human again, right? Oh, I like the idea. It's a good idea. I don't know. I like the idea. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I really like the idea. If the society was normal, would you still love me, honey? Yeah. Okay, just check. How about I if guess. you were normal? Yeah, exactly. If he was normal, I don't know. If I woke up tomorrow and I was just like the mean of normal human behavior, nah, would you still love me? Too boring. Me? That would be too boring. boring. Right? I like boring. a little bit of freneticism. Bob, they like us when we're a little crazy, Bobby. Although you know that for the last 68 years. Of course you know that. Well, Mooch, <laughs> I love you because you are crazy, and I love you because you, you are you. You two are, are doing great together, and I appreciate you uh, 
spending a little time with me. You know, I'm an AD, and uh, I was with A and D Scaramucci today. It made my day. I like it. Good plan. Yeah, very, that's good. Very fitting. Good God bless you, Bob. Love you, Thanks man. Thanks for taking the time, Bobby. All right. See Thank ya. you. Bye-bye. Bye. We're, 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 we'll be back next week. Follow us at Scaramucci, at Mooch and the Misses, at Deirdre Scaramucci 2. Again, I always have to have the most complicated Twitter handle. Sorry about that. you want to say, baby? No, I just want to say thanks for listening. Just still love me if I become normal. If I get hit in the head with a rock, honey, love my normalcy. Love my normalcy. I will. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 